Oh, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day week. By the way, this has really nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. although I group them together all the time because they're both saint days. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that uh, St. Joseph's Day was before St. Patty's Day, and I feel like it has been in the past. But it's not. It's always March 19th. St. Patty's right. always March 17th. So right. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you do not. Surprise, surprise. But, <laughs> you're, boy. A, you're a bad Catholic. <laughs> I'm a bad lot of things. <laughs> not sure I identify as anything, but yeah. I got to tell you, I could go for a Zapla, right? I identify oh. as someone who wants a Zapla with his coffee right now. Every day I could eat a Zapla. Anyhow, I bring this up Friday, St. Patty's Day. It's St. Patty's Week. St. Patty's Day is like bigger than it's ever been, right? Yeah. They have the 200 cities... According to the website Lawn Starter, the 200 cities that have the most and least Irish pride, Celtic oh. pride. Okay, I would St. assume. St. Patrick's Day fun. Yeah, I would assume Boston's number one, right? Boston's number three. No, really? Which I was kind of surprised. I think of that as being the quintessential Irish city. Yeah. You want to go up there and sing Sweet Caroline and drunk in a bar. I mean, that's where you want to go, out right? With Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Chicago comes in number two. Okay. Which I guess makes sense. They're yes. famous for the Green River the Green every River. year. Mm-hmm. New York is number one, though. Philadelphia comes in number four. Okay. Omaha, number 10. I thought that was kind of strange. <laughs> Here are the least Irish cities in the country. Okay. According to this poll, Newark is the sixth least Irish city. Interesting. That's the okay. only one um, in New Jersey. Right in the middle, Patterson was uh, kind of in the middle. They didn't list anywhere else here, hmm. which again is stupid. But the least <laughs> Irish of all cities, Montgomery and Birmingham, Alabama, McAllen, Texas, Miramar, Florida, Jackson, Mississippi. I guess that makes sense. I guess. But you think a place called McAllen would have few more Irish people there. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I know Irish it's name. I know it's in Texas, but... <laughs> but okay. They say it's not only based on uh, how many Irish people, people of Irish descent, live yeah. in the city, but how hard they celebrate every year, how much money is spent on oh. St. Patty's Day fun, whether it's beer or corned beef sandwiches or whatever. Well, that makes sense then, I guess. Are you uh, still planning on wearing those ugly pants that you bought, those leggings? Absolutely. Uh, Are you kidding? Why would I not wear those? I, I don't know. I have those. I have a green top with a big shamrock on it. Oh, yeah. I have a red wig, <laughs> and I have a green hat that I'll be wearing. Why are you wearing going, a red wig? Well, because I'll be a redhead on St. Patrick's Day. Oh, okay. Why not? Where'd you get that? Don't worry about it. I have a little fear of wigs from previous experiences. Yes, I know so you So I do. would prefer that you didn't do that, to be honest <laughs> with you. But I think the very first picture you and I ever took, or at least the first that I have on my phone, is a picture mm-hmm. from one of our St. Patty's Day broadcasts uh, a number of years ago. Yeah, I think it is. That was a really fun day. You're wearing a tiara that day. I did. I wore a St. Patrick's Day tiara. <laughs> and I don't think you're wearing any green. No, now I'm, that I'm I think wearing the shirt that I plan on. It's a sweater. It's a green sweater with Argyle. That's what I plan on wearing this. It's the one you wear every single This Friday. Year? Well, I, yeah. <laughs> it's up there. I had a solid green one, but I just don't fit in it anymore. The shirt you're wearing now is green. You could wore, you could wear that. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of this one because this is like an off green. <laughs> this kind of like a money green. Green is green, baby. That's a great idea. You're welcome. Thank you because, to be honest with you, none of the sweaters fit all that great. So. <laughs> We're going to be out at Bar A, by the way, on St. Patty's Day morning this coming Friday, starting at 6 a.m., and two chances to win a pair of Bruce Boss party passes mm-hmm. into our party suite there at the Prue. Speaking of that, I was thinking, I don't know how, do we have, do we know how we're giving those away? No, we haven't. Uh, because I feel like we should play a game for them. I feel like it, these are amazing tickets. Yeah. You should have to do something. You want to do the uh, bobbing for Lucky Charms Well, again? I was thinking maybe we would do an enter to win and then we could pick names out of there and then those people have to compete and sure. the winner of the game. I don't care. Just write this stuff down okay. and that's what we'll do. I think that's what we should do. You got to work for these tickets. Yeah. You don't just get to have them. <laughs> wow. Well, sure. I Seriously. agree Seriously. It's also great for socials. <laughs> Gives us something to post. That's right. Otherwise, we look like a couple of dummies behind the table. Hi, how are you? It'll just be me and my wig and my ugly pants. Not <laughs> so one of those radio station pictures next to a prize wheel. Yeah. We don't need that. 
Don't want to be one of those dummies in front of the prize wheel. Yep. No, Good pe- opportunity to break out share or a bear, maybe. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no. No, we're not doing just that. A, no, and point. you're going to be at the studio. You're not going to be live in the flesh with us at the place, so we'd need you there to pull off uh, share or bear, don't you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I was just giving an opportunity to pitch that once again. But All right, what's the other one? What's the Chicago one you like? Oh, well, that's it's a, it's a radically different contest from Share or Bear. It's called uh, 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 Chicago or the Wagon. <laughs> that's right, or Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. Right. Very different. No, I don't want to do either one of those. Oh, but, but, oh it's completely different. Yeah, it's totally different. <laughs> Bobbing for Lucky Charms would be kind of fun. Matter of fact, that's that reminds fun. me, right now on our socials, we have a St. Patrick's Day recipe. Our friends over at uh, Chocolate Carousel and Wall mm-hmm. invited us to be, <laughs> they called us the Celebrity Bakers, and uh, Rochelle made fudge, and they got a special St. Patty's Day uh, chocolate fudge and white fudge, mm-hmm. white chocolate fudge. And we posted uh, Rochelle making these yesterday at the house, then we sampled them earlier this morning on the air. I had a couple of pieces, but I can't eat all of it, so I think we're going to leave it for friends Mm. here at the building. But thanks, Chocolate Mm. Carousel. That's good. It's so good. They give you the sprinkles with the St. Patty's colors, you know, the green and the... Yeah, I've eaten so much, my teeth hurt. (laughs) A lot lot of sugar. not going to lie about that. You need the sugar this morning, though. When I think of St. Patrick's Day, first thing I think of is fudge. (laughs) I think it's nice. I think it's festive. Eh? Oh, yeah, especially the green... Sprinkles, it's awesome. There's green sprinkles. And gold. And Bailey's. And Bailey's. Well, the Bailey's, yeah. There's Bailey's in the fudge. Boozy fudge. Oh. Yeah, see, now now you now you want some. Actually, yeah, not, yeah. There, there might not be any in there because in the video, and I'm not kidding about this, you see Rochelle just drinking the little tub of Drain Bailey's they gave us in the baking <laughs> kit. Tub. You, they gave her a tub of it. Yeah, I didn't want to waste it. <laughs> I had to use it. I think the folks from right? Chocolate Carousel will be on board with that, there. <laughs> They like to have a good time. Yeah. They won't mind. But, yeah, but uh, the tub of Bailey's, oh my goodness. That'd be awesome. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is why she was so lit up, because we made the fudge yesterday and we went to the movie see Creed. That's why she was so fired up with the kids that were talking to her in the movie. She was a little loopy yesterday. <laughs> I want you little son again to shut up. <laughs> shut up. All right, honey. All right. It's okay. Easy does it. <laughs> Joe, Joe knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Good morning again, Joe. Everybody uh, getting uh, adjusted this morning, getting a car, going to change that clock in your car for daylight saving. Good morning, Robbie and Rochelle. How are you this Good bright, morning. cheery day? Well, I don't know. It's going to be a rough day today. This is tough for everybody to have to get up and uh, get going this morning. Joe, is this not uh, the day that there's more traffic accidents than any other day of the year, God forbid? I, I I think that's nonsense, but no, I, I that's what they say. Hmm. I can understand how people are dragging a little bit, especially you know losing sleep and then having wet weather. Yep. It's like a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. So. To be honest with you, I never noticed it. I ne- I never ever noticed that yeah. on any of these days when the time changes that there's any different. I know they say they say yeah accidents, people are just falling asleep at work and all that. You know, I don't know. I I, I think it's a lot of nonsense, but that's you know. That's just me being yeah. getting old and crotchety. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Yahoo puts out that story every single year, and I can also tell you that there's a very strong possibility, Mom, I'm going to go head down into the control board here any second. <laughs> it, was, it was a little tough to get going, and of course, we stayed up yeah. later than we should have last night watching the Oscars, uh-huh. which, believe it or not, was not a terrible show. It was not as boring as I found it to be years past. I thought Jimmy Kimmel was pretty good. So. Good. We'll get into that later on this morning. Our buddy Ralphie will be checking in. He was out in cool. uh, Hollywood. You know, he's got that other gig that he does with USA Today, so they sent him out yep. there. So he got the hobnob and the red carpet. <laughs> we'll talk yeah, to him. i got to address cool. something else. Uh, over the weekend, the uh, Union County Parade did happen. We were all supposed to be in it, but we did not march because the rain was kind of poopy. So right. Joe instead uh, <laughs> decided he'd go out drinking with Marianne. 
And uh, we, we whoa, didn't. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. We, we didn't just go out drinking. We went to. Uh, <laughs> we went to one of the many receptions that there are around Union County I'm for sure, uh, yeah. the parade. We didn't just go like. <laughs> Joe got out drinking something. <laughs> Joe decided to drink his blues away at a local watering hole. No, then well, he, uh, we did try to drink all of the uh, what do you call it? All of the uh, Guinness in in Northern New Jersey. Yeah, we tried to do mm. that, but it didn't it didn't work. No, I, we, <laughs> we, we had an event. Uh, <laughs> we'll tell you about this later. But we had an event over at the Basie on Saturday night. So I said, I don't know. I just feel like I gotta. You know who I am about going anywhere in public, so I said, I, I just don't know if I can go uh, have a drink and then drive all the way back. And uh, So anyhow, but we didn't go. Joe sends me a video. Our friends Captain and O'Neill were performing. They'll be at the Summer Blast Off, mm-hmm. which is just weeks away. And Weeks away. Here's the captain. <laughs> I was. It's funny. We were just talking about St. Patty's stuff. Singing Sweet Caroline is a Boston tradition. And what does he do? He's gonna he's gonna troll me like that. Singing Boston sucks. That's not I nice at all. I had to that to you. I had to send that to you. It's not nice. At all. I had to. That was really funny. He's, they do that every time. They did. They do Sweet Caroline, and instead of people going da da da, they hold up a Yankees jersey, and it says on the back of it, "Boston sucks." And boy, last summer, last uh, summer blast off when the captain ever found out that I grew up a Red Sox fan, he just he looked me clear, square, straight in the eye, and he's like, "Boston sucks." I'm like, all right, captain. All right. It's okay. Woo. Thank hey, you for you that. You know what else was pretty funny too was that uh, the uh, Grand Marshal this year was Senator Joe Cryan. Yeah. Who is the who is the author of that of the baby wipe bill? <laughs> the one who wants to get rid of all yeah. the baby wipes. Yeah. So I said, "I'm rough week, huh?" <laughs> I like those baby wipes. Don't take those away from me. Come on now. Oh, uh, he just started laughing. He said they clog up everything. I said, "I know, I know, I know, I know." Got to buy the one that's just plumber approved. Yes. Yeah, right, exactly. That, Flushable is what it says. I told you last yes. week the doctor said I got to go to the gastroenterologist. Believe me, I like the baby wipes. Yes. <laughs> it's like that uh, Paul Simon song, Mama Don't Take My Baby Wipes Away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Time right now for the CBB, the community bulletin board. You got an event? Big holiday week like this? Let us know about it. We'd love to share it, whether you're a local business, an organization, a community group, trying to give back a charity. Let us know. You can always text in 732-774-4444. Boss Text Connect with your event. Just send us a link with all the details. You can also do that in our messages on Facebook or 1071theboss.com, where you can always see a complete list of uh, events where the Boss mm-hmm. Road is going to be on tour, station events, community events. Mention we're going to be out to, at Bar A for St. Patty's Day Live. That's this Friday. It's finally almost here. Yes. Six o'clock in the morning, we'll have a pair of... Boss Party Suite tickets to head mm-hmm. to the Prudential Center, the aforementioned Bruce Springsteen concert there, and then Doozen will have another pair in the afternoon. He'll be doing uh, St. Patty's Live at Kelly's in Neptune, Kelly's Tavern starting at 3. That place goes bonkers. Oh my gosh. You got to get there early because sure. uh, you just, you or just wear comfortable shoes because you're going to be standing. I mean, let me tell you something. We have fun Hot. and we have a nice Irish breakfast at Bar A. Yes. And it's a fun morning and it was a fun morning last year, but I got to tell you, this is going to be bananas at Kelly's. Well, you know, it's hard to wake up. I mean, for some people, it's hard to wake up. <laughs> at 6 a.m. and start drinking. and For some people, isn't for there? For some people. There's always a couple of them who show up, but and Ke- I, Kelly's is nuts. I love that you get up before work and come have a drink with us. That's sure. fantastic. That's how you're supposed to do it if you have to work on St. Patrick's Day, but you're right. 
Kelly's is insane. So you're looking to do a little toast? Come and see us. Yes. If you're looking to get obliterated and pass out in your car, you know, head to Kelly's. We'll be there, too. <laughs> <laughs> Have I sold it? I guess so. Uh-huh. How about this? We'll be out at Ashley, the Eatontown location. Oh, boy. Mike over at the Freehold store is going to be mad. But We'll be at the Eatontown location giving away uh, some tickets. It's another Bruce Ticket Blitz for even more passes into the Boss mm-hmm. Party Suite at the Prudential Center. That'll be Saturday from 1 to 5. So a bunch of events with the uh, Boss Roadies and your favorite Boss Jocks this week. Little Leg Harbor Library, they're hosting a free prom dress giveaway. That goes on tomorrow. And then again, uh, Wednesday evening, 4 till 8, both days. If you need a dress, stop by. All dresses completely free. I think it could be quite oh, wow. uh, expensive, so that's nice for... Very expensive. For a family in yes. need, the OceanCountyLibrary.org for the details as we head into prom season. The Jersey City Whiskey Fest is going mm. on starting March 19th at Harborside up there in JC. Feature over 100 styles of whiskey and spirits. Find your favorite. Try a new spirit. New York City WhiskeyFest.com for tickets and info. But it's this is the... I think they've got some events happening in Manhattan. This is the Jersey City Whiskey Fest right across Very the uh, the fabulous Hudson River. And finally, yes. it's a St. Patty's party, Friday, 5 to 7, Brunswick Square Mall in Center Court, free for everybody. Bagpipers, Irish dancing, leprechaun, crafts Ooh. and cookies. There'll be a coin hunt. Shop brunswicksquare.com for the details on that one. And there you go. A couple of things we thought you, yes, you needed to know this morning on your friendly neighborhood CBB, the Community Bulletin Board. Over to the Celebrity Hotline, he's one of the stars of the big hit Netflix show Outer Banks. It's Charles Esten. Charles, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you, Robbie? I'm great, man. Everything good in your world? Couldn't be better, honestly. I'm the kind of good you shut up about. I'm going to uh, I'm, I'm going to steal that from you. Uh, well, congratulations on the new season of Outer Banks on Netflix. People love this show. I hear people talk about this show. It's one of those uh, water cooler shows where people watch a new episode and want to talk about it with friends. And, and here's my favorite part about talking to you. You play the villain. I love the name of your character, Ward Cameron. That's such a great villain name. It, it absolutely is. I, at first, that wasn't the character's name. He had a different name. I couldn't remember it right now uh, if, if I tried, but... When they changed the name to Ward, I go, Ward, that's interesting because, you know, in the Pantheon of Fathers, one of the best and greatest and kindest was uh, on Leave it to Beaver um, way back in the day, Ward Cleaver. So I thought that was interesting that they chose that name. Maybe it was a bit of a mislead uh, for what Ward was going to turn into, but uh, I've always thought it's a pretty good handle, too. Is this a fun thing to play uh, a villain? I mean, this guy, I don't want to give anything away, but I mean, he's a horrible character. He's mean to his own family, his own daughter. Is this fun to play a villain? Well, for me, it's not fun to play a villain. It's fun to play a villain that has many facets and still has his humanity in there. And a villain that when you watch him, you're sort of conflicted and you're sort of feeling for him sometimes because you can see the pain in the things he's done. If If you just do it and you don't feel it, I don't want to play that guy. There's a, there's an actor years ago. I don't know who it was, some British actor, and his agent called him up and he said, "Listen, there's a role coming out. It's not for a lot of money, and there aren't a lot of lives." And the actor said, "I don't care about that. I, w- I only want to know one thing: Do I get to suffer?" Ooh. Uh, so that's that's <laughs> literally a thing. And Ward, believe me, suffers. So that's what's fun about playing him. I get it's one of one of those popcorn shows where people just get excited about episodes, uh, you know, being released. So I know there's going to be a lot of binging going on on uh, Netflix. Uh, brand new season, Outer Banks. Let me ask you a little bit about some of your uh, other work. I know a lot of people would know you from Nashville, and I remember, uh, matter of fact, I was working in uh, country radio at the time, so I remember that you uh, you have a music career as well, and you were you know very ingrained in the Nashville community. So that had to be kind of fun to get involved. And yeah, I mean, Nashville's like its own deal down there. Oh man, it's life changing. Uh, came here ten years ago. Uh, for this show called Nashville, I had been wanting to come for years 
in fact, to play the Bluebird, I had a friend, and we write, wrote songs together, and twice she invited me to come play the Bluebird, and twice I had to cancel my playing ticket because I got work, acting work back there. So I literally said the phrase to my wife, when am I ever going to get to go to Nashville? Never going to happen. And then, you know, make plans and God laughs. I get this script on my desk that says Nashville on it. Lo and behold, um, I did that seat, that show for six seasons. I'm still here. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Music City has my heart because music has my heart. Good to hear that. I think you and I have a mutual friend, by the way, in uh, Chuck Wicks. Oh, Chuck is the best. Um, I love him. It's one of the things about this town, too, is, uh, you know, I, I didn't know Chuck when I was back in California with my family, but... I knew Stealing Cinderella, and I, I remember sitting in the car, and that song just hit. I have two daughters, so that song hit me square in the heart. And it's one of the cool things about coming to this town. And here's all these people that sang these songs that were a part of your life. And Chuck is one of those guys. Now he's a great friend, but um, that's all you can ever hope, I think, uh, about your music is that it finds their, its way into people's, you know, their heads, their hearts, their headphones. Um, it, it's that's the beautiful thing about it. As you know them before you know them. Sure. Let me ask you this, uh, speaking of music. I did not realize that you appeared uh, on stage in London as Buddy Holly. Now, is that uh, the is it a, a stage version of the like the Buddy Holly story movie that B Gary Busey did years ago? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was the first real big job of my career. Um, I went out to Hollywood uh, from having been in a band in college for like five years. And in retrospect, it makes a bit of sense that I didn't know my acting quite as well as I knew the music, but I was able to sing and play. And I uh, just put on those Buddy Holly glasses and <laughs> curled, permed the hair up and dyed it black. And for the next uh, about two years, I played Buddy Holly on stage over a thousand performances of the great uh, young man that did That'll Be the Day and Maybe Baby and Peggy Sue and Oh Boy. And it's so easy to fall in love and on and on and on. I got to play those hits every day, every night. And um, it was a thrill. It was a thrill for me to get to play that guy. And and it wasn't lost on me that it was a great way to start my career. Oh, man, that's uh, it's great to meet a fellow Buddy Holly fan as well. Very cool stuff. Uh, well, Charles, we're out of time. I, I had a million questions for you. but a huge fan. Yeah, me too, man. Also, your voice sounds like John Corbett a little bit, which has nothing to do with anything, but you just reminded me of him as I'm listening to you speak. So <laughs> there's a compliment for you. Well, we're out of time here. i got to let you run, but let me remind everybody, Outer Banks, brand new season. There he is, Ward Cameron himself. Uh, Charles, great to talk to you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Hey, Charles, you sound like a different actor. Anyway, <laughs> I'm such a moron, honest to God. We had a good time. Uh, i got to say uh, thanks again to my friend John Venna, everybody over at the Count Basie, who uh, invited me to come and be the moderator for Phil Rosenthal. I didn't realize just how big his show is. Talk about Netflix shows. Oh, uh, yeah. Joe, are you familiar with your show he does, uh, Somebody Feed Phil? No, I had my mic off. No. <laughs> Joe's over there uh, changing his trash, he tells us, so he's a little busy this morning. It's trash day at the Nolan household. They got a lot going on. Garbage man come today. I got to get all this stuff out of here. So if you can keep it short, I'd be, you know. <laughs> well, that's, listen, that's fine. No, no. I'm only kidding. No, we were over there the other night. Uh, again, people go crazy for the show. How many people at the base? It's about 1,800 seats. It was yeah. packed. I mean, it was sold out really? show. Wow. It was Lined unbelievable. out the door to get in. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. But uh, so he comes out, and then I'm sitting there on the stage with him and asking him questions. It was kind of like a little late night talk show. Funny, funny guy. I really uh, enjoyed meeting him cool. there. And his wife, uh, Monica, played Amy on Everybody Loves Raymond. Mm -hmm. She was married to Robert, the brother. Because Phil, uh, not only does he have this show, he was the co creator of that show with yes. uh, Ray Romano. So 
it was kind of nice to meet her as well because she was, I thought, very funny and everybody yeah. loved Raymond back She was so sweet, too. So that was kind of fun to do that, and uh, we got some pictures and all of that. And, you uh, did a great job. You really did. Oh, uh, you're very sweet. But. No, I'm, I'm not being sweet. <laughs> you did a really good job. That's hard to do. It was a little nerve-wracking because up until Saturday, I had never seen the show. <laughs> I mean, I guess I'd seen his name on TV, but I didn't really know who he was. So yeah. It was kind of a... And we, we met him about two seconds before we went out on mm-hmm. stage. He's like, hey, you're the moderator. Hey, good to meet you. But radio guy? I said, yep. He goes, let's go. Yep. <laughs> and, and we just kind of went. It was it was fun. And then we started watching the episodes this weekend, and they were, they're really, yeah. it's a really great show. It was fun. He, uh, he shared yeah. with me that uh, when you go and do these things, he said, now, how do you pick what restaurants you go to, what country you're going to visit? Because he'll do like a whole episode in Paris or, you know, Vietnam and try all the food and that stuff, right? So I said, how do you do this? He said, well, you, you call up the fixer and... I said, let me interrupt you there. Now, Fixer is the guy that books all these things. He said, yeah. I said, listen, this is New Jersey. you got to be specific. What do you mean by Fixer, okay? Because <laughs> here, that has kind yeah, of a different connotation, you know? So. Yeah, that, I was thinking a completely different thing. <laughs> what yeah. do you need a Fixer for? Yeah. You need a Fixer. But anyway, Joe, that's why we didn't make it out uh, to uh, party with that's you. Fine. You, you, know, know, you so. didn't miss anything. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know. Captain and O'Neill, you really, it was fine. It was good. No, it was really good. Now, did you, uh, I know you didn't march, but did you see any of the Union Parade? Oh no, I didn't see any of it. No, okay. we we uh, we went uh, straight to the uh, post game uh, activity. We did have freehold this weekend. The boss fan was out there, and then also uh, uh, what was the other one? Asbury Park was yesterday, and I know uh, some people sent us some pictures of the mm-hmm. van going through the parade. So yes. yeah, I saw that. That was that looked great. The van looked great. Wasn't yeah. that a great picture? I thought it was. Yeah, it was like this uh, bird's eye view shot that somebody took of the van driving very through cool. Asbury Park. So it was a big weekend for everybody. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, and then next weekend, you know, of course, is the big parade in New York on yep. Friday. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. So, and the Cardinal has given you a special dispensation so you can eat corned beef on Friday. So yep. that's good news. You're worried oh. about that, yeah. All right. Thank you, Cardinal. Thanks, Cardinal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's a big thing because every year, when, every, every year when I see it, it's on Friday, I'm like, oh, come on, Cardinal, come through for us. Come through. <laughs> By the way, the, the church allows you to drink Guinness any day of the year. Yeah, oh yeah, well that's a whole different thing. Praise the Lord for that. <laughs> oh my God, I've had enough already, and it's not even four days before St. Patrick's Day, and I, I right now I couldn't even look at it again, just to be honest with you. We went out in uh, Red Bank after the show at the Basie the other night. Yeah. She had me out drinking until 11 I o'clock did. at night. I can't believe I got, it. I can't Joe, believe can you what? believe that? I haven't been to a bar at 11 o'clock at night in years. I, I got him to sit at a bar. He took a shot. What? He, I two know. shots. Two. I he did two, two shots. Two shots and a Guinness. And a Guinness. I'm, Can you believe it? We be Irish this week, baby. Wow. I know. <laughs> With people. There were people That's, there, Joe. And there were people there. There were people. No. It was packed. Amazing. Wow. I wow. know. I'm very proud of you. That's great. You went to the doctor? I, it's, and this, now you're yeah. drinking shots and Guinness in yeah. a crowded bar? Wow. Hanging out with What's the lady from on? Everybody Loves Raymond? I'm living the life, babe. <laughs> What's going life. on? <laughs> What's going on is right, yeah. Wow. Robbie and Rochelle for our friends at Chocolate Carousel in mm. Wall. They were nice enough to uh, put together a little kit for us to do some baking this week, a baking kit for St. Patty's Day. They got two treats here. Now, we posted a video. So we did. We, we did this yesterday. And when I say we, I mean, Rochelle did this, I and did. I'm just here to eat it and uh, observe. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a fudge kit. So yeah. once you make it, you have to set it in the fridge and let it set for a little bit. So that's why we didn't get a chance to enjoy it right away. But they have these DIY kits that you can take home. They have cookie decorating ones. They have yeah. cupcakes. They have donuts. And they have this amazing St. Patrick's Day fudge. 
Dodge, which includes Bailey's. Now there, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so we're kind of drinking here uh, by in a sideways kind of way. Now, one of them is, uh, is a chocolate, and then the other one is uh, a white fudge. One yes. of them is St. Patty's fudge. What's the other one called? The, it's the Bailey's is the chocolate. So oh, that's I see. the okay. Bailey's yeah. fudge, and the other one is just the St. Patrick's Day fudge, which has Lucky Charms on top of it. Are we taping amazing. this, taping us, eating this? Because we really do have these here, and I need a little sugar rush this morning. Especially after it? daylight saving time. I figured I need to try. I got to go... Uh, Sanitize here. Can you give me a second? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think to do that before because I've touched all here. the controls and God knows what goes on here over the weekend. <laughs> is this sanitizer? It's sanitizer. It's Purell. This is soothing gel. It's, it just has aloe in it. I'm so excited to try these, though, because they've been sitting in the fridge and they're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> Each one of these blocks, what, I mean, it's like a pound a piece. It's so amazing. I'm going to do a little bite all here right. of the uh, chocolate first. Let's see. How'd I do? Hmm. Is it good? Mm, it's very is, fudgy, yeah. Oh, you can it, taste the belly today. Let you? me tell you that. Oh, yeah, babe. Mm. I'm going to try it. Mm. It's going to take me a while to chew it. Mm. Oh, mean, you really can taste the Baileys. Oh, that's so good. Let's try the white fudge. Mm-hmm. That one's a little sweeter. I think the Baileys gives a little tang to mm-hmm. the chocolate one. Well, white chocolate mm. is usually sweeter. Well, and also it's covered with... Just the marshmallows yeah. from Lucky Charm. Oh, man, that goes nice with a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks again to our friends at Chocolate Carousel. If you'd like to follow along, get your own DIY kit. A lot of fun to do with the family, by the way. That's up on the yes. Boss Facebook page right now. Time now for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Every Monday morning, right about 7.10, I pull out this envelope here. And inside is the name, a little spool of paper, not unlike a fortune cookie, mm-hmm. of a dead celebrity. Yes. Could be a man, could be a woman. <laughs> They are dead, they are famous, they are well-known from some mm-hmm. realm of entertainment, well, be it uh, movie, television, sports. Or just in Robbie's head. Yes. Or maybe it's just somebody that I think people have heard of that nobody has. We'll see. And as it always goes, uh, Joe and Rochelle do their best to figure out who the person is. If they can't, then we open up the phones and you can help them. 732-774-4444. Just have that number handy to text or call. Ready for Dead Guy in the Envelope, March 13th edition, friends and neighbors? I'm ready. Joe, why yeah, don't you let's be- go. Joe, you begin this time. All right. Is this a, a male? Yes. All right. Is or was he a actor? No. Was he a singer? Nope. Was he a sports player? Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you make sure you look it up so that you know? Yeah, I have the Wikipedia <laughs> okay. page just uh, sure. of the dead guy in the envelope open right now. Okay, all right. Uh, just to be sure I'm well-versed. Oh, I just God. want to make sure because... To correctly sports- answer your questions. Why are you saying, oh, God, because I'm not a sports guy? You don't think I can answer the questions accurately? Um, what? Uh, did he play baseball? No. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. Did he play football? No. Hockey? Nope. Golf? Nope. Basketball? Nope. What's left? Quidditch? <laughs> First of all, Quidditch is from Harry Potter. It's not a sport. You goon. Did he play bocce? No. Was he what? a NASCAR driver? No. Oh, good job. Soccer? Nope. Forgetting a big one here, kids. What are we forgetting, Joe? Lacrosse? No. Hockey? No. Did we say hockey? No. Hockey's already hockey. guessed, yeah. Oh, okay. What other sport is there? <laughs> I need more coffee for this. Oh, my gosh. Again, this is another one of these Robbie specials. I can I, <laughs> Here it comes. Well, you told me it was too easy the past couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, is he famous for anything other than sports? Or was he famous for anything other than sports? No. No. 
in whatever sport he played, was it on television? Yeah. Oh, was he a boxer? No. Wrestler. Yes. All right. Um. Uh, <laughs> crap. I I know. Like, <laughs> like Hulk Hogan's That's still not alive. A sport. That's it. Um. But anyway, go ahead. Um. Uh, did he die a long time ago? Yes. A long time ago. Yes. Was he was he a WW was he in a WWF? No. That's no. why I would argue by the way this is a sport when you're talking about professional wrestling, not WWE per se. I got a text guess. Can I can I say it? It's up to you. Yeah, go ahead. Andre the Giant? It is Andre the Giant. <laughs> I thought I thought that was more obscure, but That's yes. That's very obscure. It is Andre the Giant. Andre died uh, this week of, or a couple of weeks ago, January 1993. So just over 30-year anniversary. Wasn't he also in a movie, though? I don't believe he did any movies, no. Are you sure? Uh, you know what? He did later. Uh, he was a part of the WWF. See, this is why you had to have the wiki open. But but he began as a professional wrestler and then moved into the. He was uh, in the Princess Bride, wasn't he? He was absolutely in the Princess Bride. Yeah, he, yeah, and he, he was, was absolutely physique. in the WWF. <laughs> right, well, anyway, <laughs> Joe, you gotta pick the famous person. Oh, now, upon further reading, he was in <laughs> Princess Bride. Anyway, but he did start out as a professional. When I think a professional wrestler, I think more of a, you know, I don't necessarily think of all the Hulk Hogan. Oh, we've types got to, we've got to completely retool this contest. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna be honest with you. That one sucked today. That wasn't very. In good. other words, in other words, get Robbie completely out of it. That's what we've got to do. <laughs> we went to see the Creed movie last night, so that got me thinking about oh. boxing and wrestling. And then I came up with Andre the Giant. I thought that'd be a good one. But... I mean, that is a it is a oh, good it is one. A good one. We didn't have all the facts. Straight. That's well. Someone still got it right away. So yeah, they did. No harm, no foul. I, right? I wouldn't have gotten that in in five hundred guesses. So I. <laughs> All right. Should we make it? I know we always do our meetings here on the air, Joe. Should we make it? A- <laughs> Make an executive decision that you select the dead guy in the envelope, or do you want me to continue? to Oh, be you know the- what we should do. You know, I think it'd be a better idea. Why What's don't it? we rotate it? All right. Okay. And then everybody's going to dread the week that I have to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, next week, Joe Nolan. Seven ten Monday morning. We'll have the. Uh, right. dead we'll start working on that right now. Because certainly he can do a better job than I just pulled off there. I'll pick a fifties baseball player. It'll take six weeks to do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, that would be a jerk move. That'd be exactly the kind of thing you say I shouldn't do. Because I stand by. I stand by. Anne Bancroft is my best work yet in Dead Guy. That was good. It was. It was obscure without being like. Totally obscure. Totally obscure. All of this reminds me that we saw Tito Puente guy who occasionally calls here and always guesses Tito Puente during Dead Guy mm-hmm. the other night. He's the working security over at the uh, base here, buddy Brian. So shout out to Brian. He walked us backstage, got us a nice parking space. So <laughs> I remember, he, didn't he used to do that on PLJ too? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tito Puente. Yeah, that way. and he cla- <laughs> and he claims you owe him money, but that's a different story. Yeah, I, I don't even. I don't think I've ever met the guy. I don't know how I owe him money, but I brought uh, that up again the other night, and I said Nolan says he doesn't owe you money. He goes, yeah, well, okay. I don't even know him. <laughs> well, he's telling people you owe money. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. That's fine. You All right, get get online. <laughs> so that guy in the envelope is Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. He was a professional wrestler not associated with the WWFE starting in 1966. So for the first uh, almost decade of his career, then from the 70s through the mid 80s, uh, he did work with Vince McMahon and the uh, WWF people. And yes, you were correct. He did have a movie appearance famously as Fezek the Giant. Yes. In the 1987 film, The Princess Bride. 
I thought I thought he was in that. I think he was in. I think someone else said he was in. Uh, what, what did they say? We've got a bunch bunch of text messages here. Known as the Six eighth Million Dollar Man. Of the TV show? Yeah, he was uh, also Bigfoot on the Six Million Dollar Man. The eighth wonder of the world is nicknamed Andre Rusinov. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusimov. Died in 1993. Andre the Giant, dead mm. guy in the envelope. So next week, Joe will have his pick. You guys can all go stuff it. <laughs> it was a good one. I'm not saying it was a bad one. It's just, it, you Everybody know. Everybody got it so quickly that it must have been a good one. I don't know. Is that a good thing when it's an easy one to guess? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It was just, you. Ha- I think you had some of your facts not correct, so then that makes it. I did of, have the facts correct. I th- did. We still got it, but All no, right. you said he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't in movies, and he he did a movie. I mean, well, there's that, lots of. People. I mean, how many? I mean, OJ have you was done? in movies too. Is OJ Simpson a movie star? No, he was known primarily for football. You know what I'm saying? And for being a murderer. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's just move on from this. Speaking of movies, Academy Awards last night. We haven't really touched on this as of yeah. yet. I'm a little bummed out, as you know. I was rooting. I, I knew it wasn't going to win, and no. frankly, I think it's un-American that it didn't win. But I, I was rooting for. Uh, Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick to be the winner last night. It was nominated for Best Picture. It did end up winning Best Sound. Tom didn't even show up. No, because I think Tom had a, an understanding that he wasn't going to win anything. So, Well, he wasn't nominated for anything. <laughs> well, I, but he would have, uh, the movie won, he would have gone right. up on stage, I would right. think, if it won for Best Picture. But yeah. Would have been there to support his director, I suppose. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Seven of the 11 Oscars Swept it was up the for. the night, yeah. Best Picture, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress, Best Supporting Actor. Mm-hmm. Michelle Yeoh, Best Actress, Jamie Lee Curtis, a Supporting Actress, believe it or not, for as long as she's been around, had never uh, won before. And her speech was so sweet. She was so, you could tell she was so yeah. just ecstatic and excited and she, she, she truly seemed like genuinely excited to win, which was nice to see. And she didn't go up there and do anything political. She just said thank you to no, everyone. No, we only, we only watched till about uh, 10 o'clock at night last night, yeah. which is later than we should have, but I didn't <laughs> see anybody being overly political, so that was a good Not thing. Not too much, yeah. Uh, Ki Hoi Kwan from the movie won Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. and that was pretty neat to see him. He was a little child actor in the Goonies yes. in Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, and now he's back, and he gave a great speech about always following your dreams. So And he, Harrison Ford gave him his award, so that was really neat to see yeah. the two of them together again after Indiana Jones. No question. And uh, Lady Gaga performed last night. She did a Top Gun song, so that was pretty good. Yeah, she she took off all the glam and went in the jeans and the t-shirt and just did just did Lady Gaga, and that's all she needs. She got a great voice. That's she's what she should be doing fantastic. anyway. There's no need for all the, the meat jackets and all that baloney. That <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm so glad she's moved past coming to awards and meat and eggs and all kinds of weird... <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> what are you wearing tonight? Meat and eggs? <laughs> What designer are you wearing? 7-Eleven? Yeah. All right, cool. Glad we're past that. Let's try this. Time for Hashtag Mom Confessions. Every morning, right about this time, 7-20 and 9-20, we hear from moms. Maybe moms who were up late last night are trying to catch up from daylight saving time. Mm -hmm. And we share them on the radio just like this. Natalie Daly, 23, said, I'm a mom of three, and the truth is I do have a favorite child. It's my three-year-old nephew who called me a beautiful flower and then (laughs) ate the breakfast I made with no complaints. (laughs) Listen, bring your kids over here. We get all the fudge from chocolate carousel you can want. (laughs) I know. At Dina G2772 said, legit call from school. Mm. The principal says, I just wanted to touch base with you. Your daughter was baiting seagulls on the playground with gummy worms and actually caught one, like in her arms. It did bite her, but not hard. But I needed to inform you that we filed an incident report. It's got to be some sort of a shot. For t- after touching a penguin, a, not a penguin, a seagull, a seagull. She's baiting seagulls. Those birds have uh, disease, don't oh, they? Oh, I'm sure they eat garbage all day. 
But Pigeons, uh, same thing. She, uh, it's pretty impressive. She caught one in her arm. Be more impressive if she caught a penguin. Tell you. <laughs> we got a text confessions from nine one five one that said, "Ruin your teenager's day by looking in their general direction." <laughs> yeah, okay. Hashtag mom <laughs> confessions every morning seven twenty and nine twenty. We got a teenagers. I mentioned we went to see that Creed movie. <laughs> Bunch of kids at the movie theater being loud. I thought Rochelle was going to go Rambo. Oh my! <laughs> like just listen, Sylvester. Just sit there. It'd be okay. <laughs> it's rough. And yeah, Michelle came in the other day. I don't think you were in the room. This on Friday. She says. Uh, I listened to a whole bunch of your podcasts. I did a Robbie and Rochelle binge. I said, really? Oh, Why really? is that? Actually, what I said was, I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> and she said, there's just nothing on TV. So I just listened to three hours worth of you guys. And I went, Jesus, you, man, you need some help after that. Yeah, There's got to be something on TV. <laughs> I am so sorry. Thank you if you did listen to our podcast over the weekend. We really do appreciate it. It's up there at 1071theboss.com. Robbie and Rochelle on the morning page, wherever you get your podcasts, on all the platforms, Audible, Google. Mm-hmm. It's on all of them. Not iHeart. They hate us, but we That's don't like okay. them either. So That's right. <laughs> so how about that? It's a mutual feeling. They're one-eyed CEO. Uh, <laughs> that was an unnecessary shot. Why would I do that? It's just not not necessary. Uh. <laughs> He's a guy that fired Imus, put his girlfriend in there. Yeah. Know? Isn't that yeah. crazy? It happens. Yeah. It does happen. Does anybody care about any of this? Probably also, not. follow us on any of the socials. I guarantee there's one or two people going, Really? Who was that? <laughs> Google it. I'm going to Wikipedia that. There you of go. My heart. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Just making sure they never hire us ever. Because well. remember, I'll forget all of this if you pay me a half a million dollars. That's right. Robbie and Rochelle in the morning, page 1071theboss.com. Time now for Robbie and Rochelle's Fast Five. Five big old trading stories. Thought you needed to know from number five to number one. If nothing else, I always have integrity. Yeah, always. If I have nothing else, I always uh-huh. have my integrity. You do have your What does a man have if not his integrity? Uh-huh. Number five, here's a tic-tacker, a tic-tocker. That's what it is, not tic-tacker. <laughs> that's a different guy. Yes. He's sharing a, a hack on how to be the only passenger in your row of seats on an airplane. I suppose he's probably oh. also work on the train, too, if you take the transit train, right? Okay. You have an entire row of seats just to yourself. Oh, this is called a poor man's first class. A what? Well, I bought one ticket for myself, and then I bought two fully refundable tickets on this row. That sounds expensive. No, because 45 minutes before boarding my flight, I cancel my two fully refundable tickets and get 100% of my money back. But won't the airline just fill these seats then? 90% of the time, they don't, meaning I get this whole row to myself. Now, that's interesting. Huh. I think he would have to pay 30 bucks for the for them to become non-refundable. Yeah, you pay a little bit more for the non-refundable tickets. So if he's spending yes. an extra $60 to guarantee he's getting a whole row, couldn't he just go to Comfort Plus? Just thinking well just spitballing depending on some flights comfort plus is another 120 dollars. so right. in, in first class forget it but it works really well on the train i suppose yeah that's a great idea i don't know that i would do it now because it seems insensitive but i think i mentioned during uh, before covid <laughs> i used to just start coughing and i'd put a big hunk of tissue in my hand when i used to take the train every day into the city <laughs> nobody sits next to you no now i feel bad you know because people died it's just it's not nice but back then <laughs> Well, we were just talking about a cold, and there wasn't the risk it could be some horrible thing. Right. You know. <laughs> always works. Hacking up a storm I'm on just the train. saying. It's a great plan. I will have another airline story for you at number one. Okay. So there's a little teaser. All right. But here at number four, 82-year-old man has been charged with allegedly selling about a million dollars worth of fake Michael Jordan basketball cards. Oh. His name is Gilbert McNeil. He claims he's innocent. There it is. <laughs> Remember this? <laughs> 
Man, he was big, Michael Jordan. People oh, forget that. yeah, he was huge. They made a song about him, had children sing his name. <laughs> like Mike. Say what? It might be a million dollars worth of Michael Jordan basketball cards. You know the baseball cards aren't worth that much. Oh, gosh. Did he get baseball cards? I, well, he yeah, was, he played for a professional team for a season there. For like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he was that big. Like Mike. <laughs> Man, I'd like to be like Mike. Yeah. Boy, would I like to be like Mike. Yep. I got to go work for iHeart to make that kind of money, though, and I've already screwed that up. <laughs> Bonus story, Courtney Cox regrets getting so many fillers when she was younger. She says she can't believe how bad her work used to look. She's glad she's been able to reverse by having the fillers removed. Is this a thing you know all about the Botox? Because yeah. Rochelle likes the Botox and I the do. surgery and all of that. And what you haven't had done, you've watched videos and you've read about. Mm-hmm. Is this a, So she went in there and got all those puffers in her face and she did look a little, yeah, little weird there a little for a while. Yep. I think she still looks a little funny compared to what she looked like when she was 20 years old in that Bruce Springsteen video. Yeah, but sure. Is this something you can do is suck out the filler? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the filler you get in your face and it does dissolve after a couple years. But if you don't like it, if you have it and you have it for a few months, you know, they can... They can pull it out, but I, I have never had filler, but I hear it's extremely painful to get yeah. taken out. So let this be a warning to you, right? Yes. I don't go with the Botox. It just melts away in three weeks. So when it comes to Courtney Cox's face, is it fair to say pivot? <laughs> pivot? <laughs> pivot? Yes. It's a friend's joke if you've <laughs> ever seen the show. Number three, Netflix has a new feature you can change the font size of subtitles. I know a lot of people oh. that don't really need subtitles. Like they don't they're not hard of hearing, but they yeah. just like the subtitles. I don't know. They can't understand what the actors are saying or something. I know a lot of people that like to watch Netflix with the subtitles on. Yeah. Lola does this. Lola I, does this. I don't know this. why. My good friend Jessica does this. Why I don't is know. that? I don't know. I can I'm... understand, again, if you have a hearing issue, but why would you want the... I find it very annoying to have anything bouncing on the screen. I can't watch the show. I just read. The it's... only time I have Netflix with the subtitles on is when I'm watching it here in the studio while we're working. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got sex life on right now. Where's the giant weenus? There's different colors and styles you can use, including a black background, yellow text. Interesting. It'd be kind of funny to use like, you know, Palantino or Arial Bold with yeah. a pink background. That seems like it would be very distracting from whatever you're watching, though, if you didn't need it. We'll but... just spice up the show. A lot of people are going to find you annoying. It'd be nice. Number two, brand new poll, 58% of people say they sometimes order different dishes at a restaurant than share with friends or their mm-hmm. significant other. Sure. 35% say they never ever do this. I can they won't share? Yeah, I really hate sharing. Like, for, we were out with your uh, brother and his girlfriend not that long I, ago. Hated it. I hate yeah. sharing. Because I ordered a big thing of uh, nachos for myself and then I felt like a pig. So I went, this is for the table, of course. And usually people go, no, no, that's okay. Not your brother. He oh, dug right no. in there. And I was like, damn it. So I was trying to go around. <laughs> you know, so we weren't... Uh, that's what the little plates are for. You're supposed to fill your little plate with your little, your portion yeah. and then walk away. Yeah, but people don't do that. Everybody's... St- and your brother's fine. I don't mean to dump on him, but there are people that they They'll keep sticking their fingers in there. Yeah. I don't like that. You well, know what they that, should do is they should offer, uh, they cut it up for you, little trays for they each. They do. It's called small plates or tapas. That's what that is. <laughs> this is what happens when I go to Applebee's. Right. They're not that fancy. <laughs> Just get a small plate. Like, sure, it was five ninety nine. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Order two orders of mozzarella sticks. You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you another airline story at number one. A woman filed a claim with Delta and they damaged her bag oh, when no. she checked the bag. Mm-hmm. They sent her an apology and 13 replacement suitcases. <gasps> what? Now, here's where the story gets a little strange. They then sent her another letter and says, Ma'am, we believe we mistakenly sent you 13, not just one replacement suitcase. We'll let you keep two, but you got to send the other ones back. She said she had no issue with this whatsoever. I would have been ripped about that because 
Can you imagine the hassle and the expense? Yeah, to I send mean, it back. Even if they paid the postage. Yeah. They have to ship back 11 suitcases? No, I would have absolutely said, you can have them back, but you better send someone to my house to come get them because I'm not I'm not going to repackage these up and take them. <laughs> this is not my fault. <laughs> this is not my fault. You sent them. I didn't ask for this. Yeah. You sent them. So you want them, come get them. Listen, I, this is part of my uh, my longstanding goal to be the spokesperson for Ocean State Job Lot. You know, I love that store. <laughs> <laughs> they sell great suitcases in there. You get like designer. Now they're 2008 models. Uh-huh. They've been sitting there in the back of the warehouse forever, mm-hmm. but they're so cheap. Always buy my suitcases can I ask, can at Ocean State question? Job Lot. Yeah. So you had a suitcase for a very, very long time. I and did. then a few years ago, you had to get a new one. This yeah. is maybe two years ago. Yeah. That said, suitcase has broken on the last trip. Yeah, this is, this one is not an Ocean State okay, Job Lot suitcase. That's what I was going to ask. The one I had, it? I'm glad you remember it. Okay. My dearly departed suitcase that I had for like 20 years yes. was an Ocean State Job Lot suitcase. Ah, with like okay. a $500 suitcase. I got it for 40 bucks. Fantastic. <laughs> so if there's anybody listening in Ocean State Job Lot Freehold, wherever. <laughs> I would love to be your spokesperson, uh-huh. and if you need a suitcase, go into Ocean State Job Lot, I'm telling you, and then go up to the lady at the desk and say, you know where I heard this? I heard it on Robbie and Rochelle. You guys should advertise with them. Best suitcases you can find right there at OSJ. This is not a joke. You actually own an Ocean State Job Lot t-shirt. I absolutely own an Ocean State <laughs> Job Lot t-shirt. Yeah, I'll, I'll be the spokesperson for free, <laughs> unless I work for iHeart, in which case you're going to pay me That's right. a lot. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're not going to hire you. Don't worry. No, I. You don't I, have sixty thousand TikTok followers. You're never getting hired. And there. I don't, I don't want to be hired. There. <laughs> Very happy here doing the show with yes. Joe Nolan. Believe me. <laughs> Monday, world famous celebrity birthday file. Danny Masterson. He's forty seven. Adam Clayton from U two. He's the bassist, of course. He's sixty three. Kathy Hilton. That'd be Paris's mom. Yes. Boy, she's got some cash. Yeah. She's sixty four. William H Macy, seventy three. Charo. Chiro. Charo? It's Charo. It's Charo. Gucci Gucci. Yeah, she's she's 73. I feel like that's bullshit. I feel like she's a little bit older than that. But that's okay, Charo. You're still fabulous, hon. We Gucci, love you. Gucci Gucci. Neil Sedaka, 84 today. Yeah, that's about right. That's yeah. how old he is. Yep. Today is National Napping Day. That sounds nice. Okay. It's Canine Veterans Day. Oh, Isn't that great? Dogs that have served that. on the police force, they get their own day. Yes, It is I also Good Samaritan Day. Oh. And I got no joke about either of those. That's a fabulous thing. Yes, it is. I love our four-legged members of the fraternal order. Not easy to say. <laughs> Hurt my lips. You did a good job. Thank you. She said. She said. With Robbie and Rochelle. I was inspired by that uh, speech last night on the Oscars. I know. I know. I'm like a new man today. Can you uh-huh. imagine? I was not annoyed by a celebrity speech. It's amazing. The kid that won for, uh, I guess he's not a kid. He's probably like 50 years old now, but I still think of him <laughs> as the kid from Goonies and Indiana Jones. Yeah. Ki Hoi Kwan was the uh, best supporting actor last night for that Everything Everywhere All at Once movie. And he gave a great speech about. Uh, you saying it's never too late because he was a child star. He made a bunch of movies in the mid-80s. Then he disappears and he's just working behind the scenes. And I think he had a gig outside of the movies for years. Mm-hmm. And here he is now, you know, 35 plus years later. Yeah. And the guy just won an Oscar last night. He starts yeah. crying and as he goes, listen, uh, whatever it is you're passionate about, follow your dreams. And I said, you know what? That's nice. That's a nice thing to say. It is you know, nice. Instead of getting up there and doing politics or whatever it is they pontificate about, that's nice. So I got to think, is there something that you wish you had started doing sooner? Or there's a hobby you always wish you'd pursued, or you had a little bad habit that you finally broken. Is something that you wish you had started doing sooner in your life? How do you answer that? Hmm. Hmm. I wish I would have, as a kid, younger when I was younger, uh, taken better care of my skin. Hmm. The older I get, the feel I feel like, and I know that's probably more of a woman thing than a guy thing, but I have bad skin, and I just I'm constantly having to do different things to try to 
clear it up still, even at my age. And I have lines and my skin's dry. And I wish as a kid I would have taken better care because I didn't care. I just didn't wear sunscreen. I didn't. I didn't. I just didn't care. And now I'm like, dang it. Your skin's not that bad. I think you're being hard on yourself. But you said yeah, last night we, we were watching his speech. She says, uh, you know, I wish I'd taken uh, piano lessons more seriously. Yeah. I'd like to take them up again and really learn how to play the piano. Mm-hmm. That's pretty stupid. Imagine if I had piano. I said, why is that stupid? That's nice. If you want to learn how to play an instrument, <laughs> go learn to play an instrument. Right, yeah, Joe? That's yeah. nice. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I wish I could have learned how to hit the curveball. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Because if I had hit, learned how to play a curveball, I would have played baseball a little longer. But, uh, yeah, I love playing baseball. That was, like, my favorite thing in high school and, and, and as a kid. And I just could not hit a curveball. Oh. And and uh, I you know and but the thing was I didn't put the time in to learn how to do it you know right. so that's that was uh, there's a lot of other things going on in my life you know at that time <laughs> and I knew I was never going to play for the Yankees so <laughs> just figured you know sure <laughs> uh, yeah, if I had to answer honestly I think I'd probably say I would have been less of a goon you know I was. I think I was kind of arrogant and uh, full of myself when I first started out as a DJ. And I should, you know, it was one of those people, went, well, I'm not doing that and storm out of people's office. I shouldn't have acted like that. Yeah. That's an honest answer. I'm embarrassed about it. And also, I was sure. kind of, I was, I'd go out with anybody that'd go out with me. That was probably. And ask anybody out. Yeah. Literally it was gross. Anybody. They shouldn't, shouldn't have done that, you know? So I should have been more cognizant wow. of, of things. That was an honest answer, Joe. I think I'm a better person now than I was when I was younger. I really do. Well, I, I would hope so. Everybody is. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't I mean, know about that. I think there are some people that get frozen at a point yeah. of time in their life, and they never move on from that. You right. Know? So, see, I find myself retrograding. I'm starting to get back to being, you know, I'm to the point now where I, there's a lot of things I could really care less about. <laughs> you know? Well, that's a good thing too. Is that, that, and that'd be a good answer if you say you get better at letting things go and not focusing on what a, doesn't that's matter. A great one. You know, look at yeah. us being all inspired. Sound like John Tesh or something here with these, <laughs> these inspirational stuff. All right, something you wish you'd started doing sooner. Something that had happened sooner in your life. What is it, a passion or a, a bad habit or whatever it is? 732-774-4444. Call us, text us, Facebook us. I got uh, all lines open right now if you want to get through on this. That's your he said. She said. And yes, Joe Nolan said too. I was mentioning uh, we went to see the Creed movie. Mm-hmm. Creed 3. Yeah. It was good. I liked it a lot. Um, it was It was very good. It was I don't know that it was as good as the other two, but it was good. You know what the movie was missing was Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. That's what you needed there was a little. And listen, I understand that they've transitioned to the younger cast, but you could have had just a a brief scene where Rocky Balboa gives you a little pep. Hey, you know, all you do is you go in there and you you stand tall, and that would have been fine. It would have been even fun. Of course, there's always an end fight scene because yeah. that's what happens in every you know it was interesting to think about this I was reading that uh, Michael B. Jordan the kid that plays Creed he directed mm-hmm. it he was on the Oscars last yes. night he was a presenter yes. with the guy that plays his opponent uh, he said that he was very inspired by anime and I can see that oh. they kind of had uh, okay. it looked a little cartoony you know so yeah no, it was really good, but they should have. Rocky should have at least been in the audience at the end or something. We needed oh. a little Rocky, yeah. and yeah. the Rocky music. I mean, that that's what was so great about right. uh, Creed Two is that they, you know, they used the music and. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess what I'm saying is I wanted another Rocky movie. So. <laughs> but he's talking about doing a whole thing, a whole. There's a series. There's an animated show. There's like a whole Creed yeah, universe now. Okay. It's like uh, Spider-Man. Oh, wow. So. That'd be interesting. And we saw Creed Three last night. I don't know if you heard us mention this, Joe, but uh, Rochelle was having a bit of a uh, fit because there were all these uh, teenagers. I don't know why teenagers would go to see that movie because it was not really a kid movie, but they were, you know, throwing popcorn at each other and being loud, talking and, on their phone. They're making noises. They're making fart noises. Yeah. Of course, there's kind of funny actually. The seats that go. <laughs> no, I I was so you know you pay a lot of money to go to the theater <laughs> and they're just it was ridiculous. <laughs> yes, through the whole movie. Yeah. Through the whole movie. I was so annoyed. It took everything inside of me not to, like, 
scream shut up, which there were two people that did do that. So I was thankful that there were other people who were annoyed because, I mean, it was. Yeah, there was a, a lady movie. sitting next to us. She goes, uh, will you guys just shut up? There's 20 minutes left in the effing movie. I'm like, only in New Jersey. Here <laughs> we go. Jeepers, creepers. I mean, it was. You but they were acting like animals. There's kids sitting on the on the ground. I mean, they were running up and down the, the stairs. I mean, it was a little bit. It wild. was ridiculous. It made me not want to go to the movies ever again. That's how awful it was. I'm not kidding. I was uh, so annoyed. Well, crap. But they're teenagers. That's what teenagers do. I don't do. care. That's go, what they do. Go see the cartoon movie. Movie then get out of here. I hear you. I paid a lot of money to see this. Shut up. I hear you. <gasps> I was so <laughs> for two hours, Joe. For two hours. <laughs> and there's like, a, there's like you know, you. other than the fight That's, sequence, there's a lot of dialogue yeah. in Creed, and so they really did ruin the movie, you know. That's a. I tell you what, though, that takes a lot to do that for two hours. That that's 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 dedication to your craft. <laughs> well, there was a lot of kids, and the yeah. whole like the whole first two rows <laughs> were all oh, probably sixteen and under. I'm she's like, mad. What is bad, happening? Oh, bad, mad. She's not Ugh. not happy. <laughs> Either she doesn't like the fart noises anyway. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part was it was they were making the fart noises and then they were throwing popcorn and making sounds. But then, you know, there are those mechanical chairs now and they're leather. And they sound so like the, fart noises, so too. So then, right, they're going up and down and up and down. That's why they were chairs. doing it, because it sounded like a fart. That's what they're doing. It's like a whoopee cushion. Uh, I'll tell you what is disturbing. And by the way, Joe, aren't you proud of me? Once again, proud of me. I, I handled this much better than her. I just uh, tuned it out and did. focused on the movie and I said yeah, nothing. Yeah, focus right? on the movie. That's right. right. I, I, I ate my popcorn. the kids... That's what they want. They want you to yell at them. You know, they want you to cause a scene. Well, uh, I wanted to cause a scene, let me tell you, but I didn't want to be well, arrested. I, I will say that I'm surprised that they uh, they cannot put their phones down for more than 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. They just can't. Oh, that drives me crazy. Yeah. When my guys or Marianne's guys come here for dinner and they're all around the table and they start, they grab their, take their phones out. And I, I say, no, 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 no. In this house at the dining room table, we don't have phones. Mm-hmm. Sure. And and I tell you what, it's like they're there for like ten minutes, and you can see them starting to get antsy. Right, and they start and, and they're starting to you know it's like crack. They can't get they can't get to their phones quick enough. It's crazy. And it's I'm like the, crack. Oh my! And I just I just you know we're here to sit and talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Stop it. I mean, I guess I can get my head around you don't want to sit. And, I, and you're, Joe, your kids are older. But, I mean, I, I guess if you're 10, 11 years old, I can understand, you know, conversation around the dinner table is a little boring with mom and dad. But you're at a movie with your friends. Mm-hmm. Why are you on your phone? Scrolling. Why are you on your phone? They kept turning on their flashlights. Oh, I mean, yeah, it the, was a whole. The flashlight uh, ticked me off. Where were the ushers? So they don't even have I don't have no, ushers. There's, there's one goon that's standing out front going, oh, uh, third theater down the whole day. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's, he's 16 himself. What's he going to do? Nothing. So annoying. He's going to do nothing. So. <laughs> but Did listen, you complain on the way out, at least. Yeah, she was uh, commiserating with the lady that yelled out. You know, mm-hmm. why you No, I mean to the theater people. No, I mean, I mean, what are they? I mean, what again, are they he's there's teenager out front. He's probably going to get pants by those kids as they walked out of the movie. So yeah, I think he was going to let him in for free. <laughs> we, I need to start going to the noon movie. That's what needs to happen because I think the later you go. You know, the younger the kids are that are in there. And I feel yeah. I, I feel like an old person saying that, but I just, I'm not going to pay to see a movie that I have to go see again yeah. because I was so annoyed during the whole movie I couldn't That's pay right. attention. Go with Big Boss Bob. He tells me every Tuesday at 11 a.m. he gets the early bird discount. Perfect. <laughs> That's Perfect. what I was going to say. You go, at, you go at noon, then you go to the early bird discount at some, some restaurant, and then you're, you know, you're good. I love it. <laughs> That's, That's the new plan because I'm not, I'm not paying to see a movie again like that. I'm not doing it. it was you're awful. home at 5, you watch the news, you go to sleep. That's it. <laughs> Tired the next day. I love it. Like we are today. <laughs> we appreciate having you. Got to say congrats to uh, Carol and Howell. She was color 10 about a half an hour or so ago out of the Boston ticket window. Got those tickets we've been talking about. Go see the Eagles at the Prue. 
April 7th. Nice going, Carol. More of those coming tomorrow morning. And the details right now, 1071theboss.com. You're riding home this afternoon. Make sure you check out Van Dusen. He's going to send you to see the legendary Doobie Brothers. Mm. They're playing AC October 8th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. A couple of big uh, ticket giveaways. Plus, uh, hang on for the uh, community bulletin board about 835. More chances to get those uh, boss party suite passes. See Bruce also at the Prue. Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Man, back soon. And just another uh, reminder here, we've been talking about this a week from today, next Monday. The cash is back. Five Ooh. grand in your hand. We'll get you qualified to win $5,000 cash. That's exciting. 1071 The Boss Jersey's Free Money Station. He said, he said, going on right here, talking, um, I guess regret would be one of them, or remor- regret remorse seem like hard words, but I guess it is kind of true. It's something you wish you had started doing sooner for whatever the reason is. I mean, I think regret sometimes sounds like a real... A real bummer, but it could just be, you know, I enjoy this so much, I wish I'd been doing it longer. That Mm -hmm. could be as simple as that. What comes to mind when we pose that to you? And we had a text from 1501 that said, my one true passion has always been cycling. Hmm. I wish I would have started earlier in my life. Who knows where it would have taken me. It's tough. I gotta tell you. Those seats just kill your ball sack. I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> you got to climb more. Then you got to do the you got to do the mountains. That's climb. even harder to stand jump. up and pump. Oh, the stand the stand up pump is tough. I once took a cycling class where they took the seats off. <sighs> they took them off. That's like torture. So you had to stand and cycle the whole class. You it get, was. You got uh, the metal up your keister. If no, you, uh, no, no. You just you just got to jump the whole time. You must have to sign a release before they put you through that. That sounds well, like Well, you someone, always sign a release when you go to the gym. Someone but. could get hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jeff said, focusing on my personal life instead of the grind, not worth it, live life. Yeah, work-life balance, baby. Come yeah. on. And Michael said, eating what I want and wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what are you doing later? Let's go get a hot dog. I like it. Something you wish you'd started doing sooner. We'll grab a couple more. 732-774-4444. Call us. Text us. 774-4444. Or Facebook. It's He Said. She Said. Got special music and everything ready to go because we're going uh, live to Hollywood. Talk to our friend Ralphie. Mm. Ralphie Aversa the host of uh, Friday Night Flashback Tracks. Totally 80s Saturday night. He's a fine disc jockey. He's also a great reporter for USA Today, and they sent him out there to the Oscars last night. Good morning, Ralphie. Good morning. That was a pretty good introduction for you, wasn't it? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you got everything right there. Nice and tight. I like it. I like it. That's a nice way to start this off. Now, it's what, 520 in the morning in Hollywood right now? You feeling okay? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm fine. I mean, I, did, I didn't hit any after parties last night. I was working. You know where I hit last night? In and out Burger. <laughs> oh, nice. You go out to California, that's a treat, man. They make a fine hamburger. Yeah, that's, that's always my, like, post-award show treat. Like, once I get done with work, if I have time, I, that's where, I, where I'm hanging out. I have to ask something that has nothing to do with the ceremony, but you posted a pro tip. If you're going to a fancy event like the Oscar Red Carpet, which is where you were, bring yourself a change of tuxedo just in case. Did you have a wardrobe malfunction last night? Well, I sure did. Yeah, oh, boy. It was my own fault. Yeah, I, uh, long story short, I didn't realize that the tuxedo jacket I had had shoulder pads in it, and I didn't like the way it looked. And because I had a backup, I decided I was going to try myself to remove those shoulder pads. <laughs> and fun fact, I'm not a tailor. So uh, I put a hole in the tuxedo jacket, and uh, yeah, I had to use the backup tux, but it all worked out. Oh, is that? I saw you posted a photo with something on your shoulder, and I wasn't sure. I, it looked like a bird or something. I didn't know what was. It was like it under was, your little it's a shoulder pad. Yeah. I understand now. I understand. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. Yeah, it was a hole. 
Yeah, you know what happens. All right, it so great though. Let's talk about uh, fashion. There is uh, there's a couple, of, especially with the ladies, a couple of big, poofy, loud in your face kind of dresses. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the red carpet. Anything really stand out to you? Well, I mean, yeah. Look, it's it's uh, the the biggest red carpet in Hollywood. Even though the carpet wasn't red, and that's a whole other thing that people were upset about. Um, but you know, I think Michelle Yeoh, who won Best Actress, she was one of our best dressed at USA Today for sure. Um, her dress was fantastic. Angela Bassett as well, who was uh, nominated, yep. uh, had a had an awesome dress. A lot of, like you said, a lot of big, flowing mm-hmm. dresses uh, that you had to really make room for if you're on the carpet. Who was the lady that was sitting there? Rochelle said, "Man, uh, you know, it's cool, cool dress, but I wouldn't want to be sitting behind her." It was a big it's white a big dress, white thing, and, like a big headgear. Do you know what we're talking about there, Ralphie? Yes, I do, and she stopped at the outlet next to mine to talk. I, I, I off the top of my head, I don't remember who she is, but I did see that, and I had to get out of the way as well. Yeah. I mean, pretty great if she's just a seat filler, comes wearing that big thing, blocking a guy behind her. But well, I guess the <laughs> um, the big story of the night had to be everything, everywhere, all at once, seven out of the 11 Oscars it was up for. I guess really no surprise that it took Best Picture last night, but there were some people that thought there could be an upset with uh, All Quiet on the Western Front or... Uh, or maybe the whale, but uh, are, were you surprised at all that it, it won most of the awards it was nominated for? No, I'm not surprised. Uh, there was some interesting talk leading up that we could see an upset either uh, in the uh, Best Actress category, so instead of Michelle Yeoh, maybe Kate Blanchett, mm. um, or even in Best Picture. You know, you'll appreciate this. There were actually some people that I talked to that thought that there was a small chance that Top Gun Maverick could win Best Picture. Yeah. Because, let's face it, that movie, in part, got people back to theaters. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that it wasn't the case, and Top Gun Maverick only took home one award last night that won for Best Sound. But, uh, yeah, everything everywhere all at once. A little movie that could. And Tom Cruise uh, was out of the country. He's working on another Mission Impossible, so he's not there. And then Lady Gaga did the song from Top Gun. It's kind of like the new Take My Breath Away, and she was going to perform. She's not going to perform. Then she did perform. What was that about? Was Why were they deliberating whether or not to have Lady Gaga perform? Do you know anything about that? So you're right about Cruise, obviously. He's, you know, with the new Mission Impossible, and his co-star said as much as well. Gaga's filming Joker 2 right now with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh. And, and so, and it's interesting because... Look, she has a very good relationship with the Academy, and had she not been able to make it, I don't think anyone would have held it against her, but especially the fact that she's making a movie. Obviously, the Academy's not going to have an issue with that, because mm-hmm. uh, that's what they want. They want, you know, big stars making big movies like Joker 2 is going to be. They were able to work it out last second, and again, you know, some of the talk here in Hollywood was, well, if Gaga's going to change her schedule and come here and perform, maybe she knows something we don't. Maybe she is going to win. Uh, but, of course, the best original went to Natsu Natsu from the uh, movie RRR. Yeah, which also got a lot of people are buzzing about that. Is if, if you missed it last year, go see that movie. Learned some people uh, talking about that. All right, before I let you run here, bud, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, what do you think is uh, Oscar host, I think, his third time around. Some people thought some of his jokes were a little too personal. I mean, it's one thing to make fun, but he was doing, like, divorce jokes about uh, James Cameron, the director. What do you think? Yeah, and he also had a, a joke at the Academy that, you know, James Cameron wasn't, you know, wasn't nominated for director. What is he, a woman? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, when I thought he was wide ranging and he was, he was an equal opportunity, he kind of, he made fun of everyone, he regardless did. of what your political beliefs were and regardless of if you were in the building or not in the building. Uh, I like, I personally, I like him. 
No, I think he's yeah. you know, it was a nice job. He did a little video. I, I thought it was going to be at the beginning of the show, but he did a video. Uh, John Hamm appears in this where they spoof Top Gun, and that's on Jimmy's uh, socials. If anybody wants to go see that this morning on Jimmy Kimmel's socials, I like the line where he said uh, Nicole Kidman finally found her way out of the AMC where she's been hiding out since COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty funny. If you've been to the movies, you've seen that little Nicole Kidman advertisement. All right, uh, USAToday.com to see your reporting from the red carpet last night, Ralphie. Yep, it's up there right now, our big uh, recap from the red carpet. Last celebrity to walk the red carpet was Rihanna. She was the last one mm. to show up. All right, yeah, man, she's had a big couple of weeks here after the Super Bowl and uh, all of that. There he is, uh, Ralphie yeah. in Hollywood. He's taking a little break this weekend, so we'll have a guest host for Totally 80 Saturday night. Get, Get some, some rest, sleep. And we'll see you in a week or so, all right, bud? <laughs> I love you guys. Love you too, Ralphie. Thanks, buddy. Safe travels home. Appreciate that. Michelle and I saw a little bit of the Oscars last night, and I mentioned usually those speeches are kind of boring or, I don't know, just meaningless, (laughs) or they get political on you, and they start talking about something that's got nothing to do with the movies, but I thought the speech last night from a I keep wanting to call him a kid because I cannot not picture him with the baseball hat from Indiana Jones. Yeah. But uh, K. Hoi Kwan. Mm-hmm. From uh, everywhere, everybody, all at once, everything. All the seven things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Best supporting actor. and said, follow your dreams. I said, you know what? That's really nice. Rochelle mm-hmm. said, see? You know? That's right. It's never too late, never is what too he late. said. And I said, you know, I'm actually feeling a little moved by this. Yeah. And I was reading the tweets and everything this morning. Some people saying they got a little filled up. So I got us thinking, is there something you wish you'd started doing sooner? Maybe something you wish you'd learned sooner? You'd learned to do sooner? Mm-hmm. Something you'd found out sooner? Uh, I'll give you another one. How about retire? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I always talk about our buddy Frank. We used to, well, I used to work with him uh, in the city. Every day he posts a picture of uh, one of the, the Metro North trains. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think he used to come down from Westchester. And he goes, don't miss this. Mm-hmm. Seven years retired. That's a great answer, right? It is a great answer. So following your passion. You know, if you can quit, you got enough money saved up. Why, you know, live to work to live. Don't live to work. You right. Know? That's what that's what Sean said. He said, my career, if I would have started sooner, I'd already be retired. Yeah. I, sort of true because maybe I don't know because you started your career very very early and <laughs> got me nowhere. You still have to wait until a certain age to retire, I guess, yeah. unless you're really good. But savings would be a good answer, I suppose. Yeah, learn but to save some money. I don't know. My problem is every time I made any good money, I blew it. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, saved it, a lot like of us said that. Yeah. Text from six seven six seven said therapy. Seriously, if you're considering seeing a therapist, just do it. It changed my life. That's a great answer. I would say the same time. I live in there. I think it's great. I think a lot of people are afraid of therapy. Like, they think it's a bad bad thing, but it's really not. Just to have somebody who's kind of unbiased. No, and you get somebody in your life tells you you're, oh, what are you doing talking to some person you don't know? They're an idiot. Don't listen to them. Go take care of yourself if you need to. And listen, you're talking, you're hearing from a person, as anyone listens knows, I hate going to doctors. can be very helpful for you. Yeah, I I think it's a good thing just to have someone to talk to that isn't your family or a buddy. You know? Yeah. And Chris said, this sounds weird, but my wife. <laughs> All right. Uh, he, he, he goes on to say she was the granddaughter of a friend of my aunt, so I could have met her sooner, but we met when we were 39 and clicked right away, had great conversations, the whole thing. Here, oh, I but- see. I'm sorry. Just because I'm a... a f- a teenager. I said, well, something you wish you'd done sooner. He did say that. <laughs> he All wife. he said was my wife. Oh, so and that he, was, so he wishes. Yeah. And so I said, okay, you gotta, you, what? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's all part of the kitten caboodle, isn't it? What does that What does that mean? And that there's a whole story that he could have known her sooner, huh. and then they well, look be, at Joe and Marianne. They went to high school together, and then got married all these years later after screwing up each right. other's lives. You know? Right. So, so <laughs> Joe, something you wish you started doing sooner. That was kind of an emotional. He said. She said today seven three two seven seven four forty four forty four. Boss text connect. You can use that anytime today or the Facebook.